Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geek Career Radio Hour. I am Doug. And I'm Caitlin. And this is the Geek Career Radio Hour episode 73. 73. You got it wrong. You know what? It's because we were doing so many recently. I know. I feel that like. That we're just like flying through it. I like a very nasally voice right now. I feel like I. Right now. <laughs> oh, okay, Doug. Starting early. Do I, do I normally sound nasally? No, I don't think so. I was okay. just a pain in the ass. How have you been? So well. How are you? Uh, so well as well. I just, <laughs> just hit my chin on the mic. <laughs> I guess we'll see how that sounds. I don't think it sounds weird. Doesn't I don't know like how that's weird. even possible because I, like, whatever. So what have you been up to? Uh, pet sitting. Pet sitting. Mostly, yeah. 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 On a gig right now. That's cool. Yeah. Good. Until Monday. And, uh, yeah, and then I got a gig Thursday, the 24th to the 28th, whenever Damn. those days are. Yeah, Thursday to the 28th? What yeah, I think Tuesday? it's the 24th, uh-huh. which I don't Heard know. Heard of it? Heard of it? Heard of it. I, I think it's somebody's birthday. I think it might be. I think my coworker, Brianna. Yeah. You really have a coworker whose birthday is the 24th also? I do, yeah. Wild. I know way too many people with the 24th birthday. Really? Yeah. Like, growing up, we had two kids that were in my, like, third and second grade class yeah. that had the same birthday, too. That's so crazy. Yeah. I shared a birthday with, um, I guess, name redacted. I, I don't think I should put it on air. Um, somebody I went to elementary school. Name redacted. Yeah. With. And he, oh, now I'm going to sound like a bad person. I, like, was mad that we shared a birthday. Oh, like, wow. this fucking like, kid. I'm like, really? Of all the kids. Oh, wow. I think I know who you're I also about. shared a birthday with my bitch ex-stepmother. You're... I'll say her name. Yeah. Michelle Newton. Oh, she, <laughs> she shouldn't have my why'd last you, name. Yeah, why'd you keep her your last name? I didn't keep her my last name. She stole that last Did name. Did she keep it? I don't know. I don't know what was she's Was that like part of the 50 under. that she took? She was like, <laughs> keeping this last name. She just kept new. She dropped the ton. She's like, I don't need the ton from it. I'll Ooh. just keep 50% of this name. Michelle knew. Michelle knew. No. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, she's a bitch. Fuck her. We shared a birthday. Wow. Happy birthday, I guess, to her. Uh, not yet. So this weekend, we're going to go see David Byrne's American Utopia on Broadway. We are. I'm really excited I'm for that. I'm so excited. <clears throat> I'm. Go. Uh, I'm excited for the show, but I'm also just really excited to like have a night out. I feel yeah. like we haven't had that in a bit. You know? I was like talking to someone, I don't remember what, and I was like, I don't think I've done anything since like before Thanksgiving. No, I don't think we really <laughs> have, to be honest. Like we had all those holiday bullshit and stuff. And we even like New Year's, we just hung here. Yeah, like I mean, you know? Omicron was like hanging its nasty head. <sighs> I know. We haven't really even had book club either. So no, another exactly. Like, like we didn't do no... December book club. <laughs> We only we did it in January finally, yeah. and it's like usually not. I mean, I don't know. This sounds lame as hell, but like that's a night out for me usually. Like we go out oh afterwards. My God, yeah. And, no, and I totally can. Having I mean, not that we are in our thirties, Doug. Yeah. We are slowly approaching Firmly. our mid thirties right now, and that is going out. Yeah. Like going to book club, having a nice time, mm-hmm. maybe grabbing something to eat and a drink afterwards. Like yeah. that is a fucking great night out for me. Mm-hmm. And now we get to do it two weekends in a row. I know. It's kind of crazy. I know. So we're going to David Byrne on Saturday. And yeah. then the following week is book club. And we are reading. I got an email today. Like, Deadly posed okay. from 
from David Byrne. It's like oh. himself. Yeah, he wrote you personally. David has a message for you, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then I open it, and it's like, you've got your tickets, you've got your mask, you've got your dinner reservations. Well, there's one more thing. Uh-huh. Be sure to watch this video. So I'm like, okay. So I like grabbed my brother, and I was like, hey, I don't know. I just got this weird video. Let's make sure that we watch it because it says it's important for for know, Saturday. Saturday. And we're watching it, and it's like, oh, hi, David Byrne here, and I just want to let you know that in the lobby we have a big surprise for you. And I'm like, okay, what Uh-oh. is happening? And it's like there's QR codes scattered throughout, and you can scan them and find out about my some projects, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is not okay. news, sir. This is – like <laughs> it is so lucky for 2020. We'll say like, okay, who's had the best pandemic? No one had a good pandemic. But you know who did have a good pandemic? Who? The QR code. Hell yeah. Never have I ever scanned a QR Hell code yeah. before. But now all of a sudden I'm at a really? restaurant. I'm at a whatever. And I'm scanning QR codes like a mother. I feel like QR codes, like when they first came about, they tried to make them a thing. Yeah. Like everywhere. For sure. For and sure. then everyone's like, no. Yeah, I'm not scanning. But oh. then, yeah, you're right. Honestly. Yes. It was like. The Super Bowl, there was a QR code commercial. I heard. That was like, it was kind of like the DVR, the DVD player from The Office. Like it bounced back and forth and it changed colors. You know, like that. That's kind of annoying. Yeah. And you had to scan it. And if you scanned it, it gave you like cryptocurrency or something. Oh, okay. Did you get your cryptocurrency? I heard about this afterwards and I'm. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was, um. I didn't watch it. A very interesting game. I don't follow football at all, but it was constantly so close. It was very weird. The only thing I'm upset about is I didn't get to watch the halftime show live, but I did watch oh, it Oh, that was cool. Day. It was very poorly mic'd, so I'm curious to hear how it sounded when you watched it Post? as like a highlight reel It later. sounded good, it yeah. Did. They it must sounded have, pretty yeah. rough in live. like watching it live. Yeah. I don't know. And then I watched something online today of someone who was like, down in it you know uh-huh. and it sounded even worse if you were there really yeah like it was wow. like not properly mic'd at all that's it was mic'd for tv but even then i don't think it was very good dang yeah i was i i'm such a dipshit so i'm watching Go it on. and i'm like okay i know everybody here and i'm like i know kendrick lamar's name mm-hmm. i do i can't put a song to kendrick lamar for the life of me and I'm like, I don't think I know anything by Kendrick Lamar. He starts, and I hear his voice, and I go, oh, my God. He's, like, all over the Black Panther soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I love that soundtrack to death. It's basically yes. his album. Like, he wrote Yeah, it's for... like he's on it, and it's, yeah. like, SZA and, like, a whole bunch of other collaborators I that are SZA. on it. But I'm like, I'm so fucking stupid. I, yeah, of course. He has a very unique voice. Yes. And he had that song. Oh, my God. Now, of course, put on the spot. I'm not going to remember it. Off of DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, I got loyalty, got loyalty in I, my DNA. I know that one, yeah. too, now that you're but singing it even. the album before that was actually really good. I listened to that yeah. one a lot. Oh, actually, you know what? The song's DNA. The album's Damn, I think. Oh, that, that the, I can picture the cover to that album yeah. in my head now, even. So, like, I was like, damn, I need to really... Damn. I need to, like, look into <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, because I think I would really dig him I otherwise, I really too. think you would, too. Like, it's... It's that previous album is just fucking like this sounds stupid, but it sounds like it skewers a little bit more like he skewers like a little bit more like alternative and indie in like that of a Childish Gambino or Kid Cudi. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that has that kind of 
no, no, like, I, I totally get it. It's that. a little, I don't know. This is like my very square opinion of it. You know humble. what I mean? That's Sit down, huge, be humble. Yeah, I know that's that song. That's a huge song. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So I for sure know that then. But you didn't watch any of the Super Bowl at all? I didn't, no. Like it literally kept going like point for point. Like, you know, it I, was very surprising. That weekend I was also pet sitting. Mm. I've had a really busy month so far. Um, so I was at my friend Alex's house and I could have swore she had cable. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I saw it on when I came in that like first day. Yeah. And that weekend I got into a um, binge of Euphoria. I had put oh, off no. watching it because I was like, whatever. But everyone was raving about the second season, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, I'm watching this dog this weekend. And this show got, like, severely COVID delayed, too, right? Like, the first yes. season is, like, from 2019 or 2020. Yes. And now the second season, there was, like, did they do two specials in between or something like that? I don't know, To, like, kind honestly. of fill the time. I and honestly, now the new season is, like, coming out weekly. I honestly couldn't tell you. Like, I just watched whatever was on HBO. Mm-hmm. So I... I was never a current watcher to know if yeah. the gap was filled with anything in yeah. between then. Um, but I got into this whole thing and I was like, the Super Bowl was coming on and I wasn't fucking doing anything. So I was like, you know what? I- all I give a shit about is a halftime show. I want to see what it is. Oh, of course. So when a halftime show, somebody texted me. I asked them to text me when it came on. So yeah. they texted me and I was like, oh, okay, I'll put it on right now. And only to come to find out that she didn't have cable, or at least I couldn't figure out how to put it on. Anything so to like, watch it, yeah. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll just watch it tomorrow, which I guess is a good thing considering the audio wasn't that great. I don't think it was that great. And mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm sure that I'm not one to talk because this podcast can just be unlistenable at times, I think. <laughs> I think, but... in, you know, since our new season and you got the new mic, yeah, I think we're it set up much better like, now. Very nice. But yeah, it was like. I feel like Doctor Dr. Dre started, or Dre. I don't know. Am I square for calling him Doctor Dre right now? No. But like, so I think he you're started your age, but and I was like, <laughs> I think saying if you're square <laughs> might might make you I was square. Like, oh, he sounds really bad. Like he just didn't sound great. Mm-hmm. And like, or the what it really to me sounded like the audience was miked too hot. Like it was okay. like. <sighs> You could hear the reverb yes. of the crowd and whatnot. You could just hear people okay. screaming so much. Is that much. the right word, reverb? I think so. Yeah, uh-huh. like their voices reverberate. Okay. But yeah, that was one of the major problems that I saw. Um, Could it potentially have been that they are just um, aged 20 years past their prime from when we I, were listening to them? I guess so. I thought that all the performances were great. It just really yeah. was that they didn't sound it like wasn't clear. I'm not even saying like that they were struggling to perform. It was that the sound quality of their performance the was not good. The only moment that I heard that wasn't great was when 50 Cent came on. That felt and wholly I, unnecessary to me. I was like, why is he here? Why is sure. this the surprise? I don't know. Like but 50 he was Cent. like upside down and yeah. I thought it was like due to that. Uh-huh. But like fucking Pink like flies around her fucking stadium upside down and she yeah. sounds perfect so I don't I, Has know. 50 Cent been like performing for real lately? Because I know he's an actor. Like he like is an actor producer now. You know? like I honestly couldn't tell you the last thing I've known about 50 Cent is that he dated Chelsea Handler for a bit, and that's oh the shit, only I forgot I about that. Yeah, he has that show Power on Stars. Oh, also, fuck, I can't remember. He just had a beef with somebody recently too, and now I can't. And someone remember. bought all the tickets to hit in the front row of his show, right? 
Yeah. Who and like was just that? to leave them empty. I don't remember who it was. It was hilarious though. Yeah, no, it was he really, bought really like funny. the first four rows of a concert <laughs> so that he had to perform to empty seats. Yeah, it was very petty and I loved it. God it fucking ruled. I feel like the rap game is the only like <laughs> genre where like these huge beefs yeah. happen and you're like I mean you some people are so heavily invested in it and I'm just like, you guys are acting like teenage girls. And that so... that is truly what it is. And <laughs> okay. I I do enjoy watching it. Like we were just sitting and we were talking a lot about this all this Kanye West Pete Davidson beef that's mm-hmm. been going on and it's hilarious to watch unfold. Oh my god, yeah. I mean Part of me really wants to say that it's sad to, like, see how um, deteriorated Kanye West's, like, mental state has become. Yeah. Um, But you can't help but fucking laugh when the guy makes a poster of Civil War and, like, has decided who's on whose side. Uh Like, it's literally, like, cutting people left and right out of his life if they even associate with Pete Davidson. Uh It's On a recent episode of my other show... My, it's Don't say the Muppets. it. I know. No, but saying. Megan and I got into a big debate about whether or not Kanye has done anything relevant in the last five years, or if he's just hit this echelon of fame where he's mm-hmm. like, he's like unimpeachable. He's like, un, you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. just hit this level where it's like anything he does will be regarded, whether yes. it is truly good or not. Like. I said to her, I was like, well, what has he done in the last five years? And she said, oh, well, he just put out Donda. And I was like, well, is that any good? And she's like, mm. and I'm like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, he hit this weird, this weird tier of fame where he's uh-huh. just famous now. And he can't go any higher, really, because there's literally... nowhere higher to go. So it could be said about both Kanye and Kim and mm. especially them coming together to create a family because... She also hit another tier of fame when they yes, became a couple. But they both, neither of them is more famous than the other. I don't think. Well, I would argue now. Yeah. But I don't know if like money is like. What I mean to say is that the marriage didn't help either one of them or hurt either one of them. I don't. I think, think it. I think it really it, did help. It did both of them. Though. I think it really did help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it didn't. Like it's not. It's not like Kim was riding his coattails or vice versa. No. It seemed like they both judged together. But you know? with Kanye, and I don't know how true it is about you know him dressing her or whatnot, she was taking more seriously in the fashion industry uh-huh. um, from becoming you know this cookie cutter girl with her tits out to like now making these like artistic um, displays of no, I mean like <laughs> going to the fucking Met Gala, yeah. And just like be well, yeah, fully covered head to toe. In st- I was gonna say she started like, wearing gloves. Yeah, like it's <laughs> or being so gloves. She, I don't know. I think this whole fucking thing, like talking about celebrities, is so fucking hard because, like, I'm talking in the sense of like what society as a whole has has put them up on this pedestal. Mm. But for me, I'm like, y'all still are garbage people because we only care on the periphery we don't care about either of these people by Mm -hmm. any means but it's like i don't know it's zeitgeisty right now and it's kind of funny to watch this whole thing you know whatever we're watching a car wreck we're rubbernecking on this weird relationship fire that's happening it's yeah i know we're like 15 minutes into an episode (laughs) and we're like by no means should we people magazine celebrity gossip (laughs) podcast because i feel like this is where it's heading I love talking about it because it it, it just is a whole fucking spectacle of Mm -hmm. the thing. And 
And the fact is, like, truly, it is funny because even with the amount of wealth the two of them have, their lives are spiraling Mm -hmm. right now. And it's like, you know, money doesn't solve everything, I guess. You know, (laughs) like, I look at this, I'm like, I'm poor. My life is maybe not spiraling Uh right now, but like, but at least I'm not like. In the public eye. And, and yeah, just I mean, being chastised not, not to fucking shit. everyone in the world shit. knows. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> well, uh, anyone that doesn't listen to this podcast, I don't know. <laughs> let's go to our first song, and then we'll come back and, I guess, talk more? I think more? we should make it a Kendrick Lamar song. I was going to. Okay. Yeah. Can I? Wait. You do first, and I'll do second? Okay. Well, you do first. All right, I'll do I first. I don't have my song in my so head. So the first song, we're going to switch this up. I don't think we've ever really had a rap song play in our... Not really, episodes. I don't think. So we are branching out here. Uh, my first song is going to be Kendrick Lamar, uh, The Recipe, featuring Dr. Gray. Come and 
accomplice in the sun. I shall proceed. That's me, motherfucker, your opinion. <laughs> How many ways am I killing them? Shit, right around a billion. Hey, we own it. That mean we living for the moment. That means you're fucked to the moaning. Time and I got time and I know that I'm in a position of controlling anything. I'll buy that ocean. I'm a boss. I'll buy that ocean. Ain't nobody fucking with this. They want that shit. They all 15. I give it to them, but in between my time, I gotta tie shoe strings. Life's a trip when you want these things. I often slip and then I lean to a three double user life. You know, blowjob need an application of eating pussy. Make appetite and yeah, my type. I like them brown, just like my drink. The fuck you think? I don't fuck with. See if you fuck, then it's after me You know how much I'ma make it work You know her trust, living in her purse When you discuss your love for lust Just make sure you visit here first Cali You might catch me in Atlanta Looking like a boss New Orleans and then Miami Party in New York Texas, I be screwed up Chi-Town, I be really pimping But nothing like my hometown Now forever living They come for Speaking of Hey Doug, I just watched the documentary on Hulu, The Orange Years. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that yet? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so good. I would imagine Nickelodeon. It's all about like the founding, creating, building of Nickelodeon, and it's literally so interesting. I couldn't have guessed that it would be as interesting as it was. Very cool. There's basically this one woman who like had faith in making like cool, interesting children's <gasps> programming. Love that. And she just like built this crew of people who could do it. I love like, that. She found there was this one woman who like worked in animation and she literally told her she was like, Go find three unique shows for our network. Amazing. And the woman I don't remember any of the names, so I feel really terrible about that, but she basically turned around and mm-hmm. found Doug, Ren and Stimpy, and Rugrats. And like think about how uniquely different each one of those shows is. Like oh, Doug is like sure. kind of a sensitive weirdo. Yeah. Rugrats is about, like, it's like this high concept show about babies who, like, actually can communicate with one another when parents aren't looking. Mm. And then Ren and Stimpy is so disgusting, both visually and, like, vulgar and, like, they're so different. And And she said that, like, 
So she found these three shows and she was going to go be like, hey, is this okay? And then she was like, no. The way that they work is that she tasked me with finding these three shows. And Mm -hmm. I found these three shows. And I have faith in them. So I'm presenting these three things. Yeah. And like, they're huge fucking hits, man. Like, they're undeniable. They've been rebooted to high hell at this Mm -hmm. point. They have like huge longevity when they, even before they got rebooted, you know? Plus, like, the 90s really boomed out like merch Mm -hmm. for everything. That's one of the problems that she had with finding cartoons Mm -hmm. was basically any cartoon that you would have was all based on like all the cartoons back then in like so the like late Ninja 80s everything and, was a property yes. my little pony everything had figures mm-hmm. rainbow bright all that stuff like everything had an action figure line so like the cart before the horse and she was deal. trying to not go that route like they did not want to create a network that basically just sold you sold you sold you sold you sold you a hundred million things that well, was never their she mission failed i mean they did <laughs> i know i i it was really I, interesting to hear them so say that, like, that was their stuff. mission and then, like, think Plus, about, like, like... in the 90s when, like, these entities paired with, like, fast food restaurants. Yeah. And, like, you had to go to get a kid's meal to yeah. get a fucking... Uh, we went to Burger King every oh, oh, week. Oh, was it a Simpson watch? To get the... There was Rugrats watches first. To get the Rugrats I watches. Simpson watch, I think. They had Simpson watches one year when they did the Tree of Horror stuff right, right on we would go all the time to get those oh, things and it's like insane to think like okay well you know maybe you really Tele- were oh no i said teletubbies um beanie babies mini beanie babies yeah. like you have to watch been. this documentary it was really good i yeah. was like kind of skeptical and then like megan our friend and my wife have been they and like it's not liz's bag usually to watch something like that you know yeah. so she was like no it's really good you should watch it and i was like all right so i watched it and they talk about, like, Hey Dude and Silver yes. Shorts and all these shows that, like, where they really were taking chances on, like, making weird shit. And you know what? Like, it fucking paid. Like, yeah. It, so, I always say this shit and, like, maybe there are shows because I'm not a child anymore that, like, are cool mm-hmm. uh, like this. But not, like, the fucking 90s. And I know it's, like, oh, it's fucking nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But, like, there was a fucking cat and a dog attached yeah. That was a show. There was a show about two angry beavers. Yeah. Like, there, all these fucking shows And it's were weird to wild. watch what that turned into. Like, as you look now, like, they had some really, like, kind of duds based, like, just trying to be. Those shows were weird, right? Mm-hmm. And now they make shows to make weird shows, it feels like, versus, like, it was, it was organic. Honestly, the only child show I can remember right now is iCarly. Like, I, I see shows like that uh-huh. for kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think that might be one of the last, like, major things that, like, kind of had an impact. I can't anything. Now kids watch fucking YouTube videos. Yeah, that's like, weird. I think he watches YouTube videos that are, like... And he's, what, four, three? He's about like, to be four. You know, yes. like, that's young watches, to be, like, like, oh, he sits and watches YouTube on his tablet. that are, like, these Italian guys, like, race cars, but, like... There's planes crashing down on them. It's the fucking craziest thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> but I would imagine maybe our parents were also like, what the fuck are our kids watching? This yeah. Yeah. For sure. So for know, sure. But at least there was like, I don't know. I think there was more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
uniqueness, more uh-huh. like imaginative well, shows. Well, like, and it was the Wild West. Like, cable had just kind of come around, and mm-hmm. no one, they even say in this thing, like, no one was making a network that was just tele- creating content for children. Yeah. Like, no one was doing that. Yeah, I mean, you had PBS during the day. And they, I almost, like, really started crying because they show, like, Linda Ellerby mm-hmm. talking about Nick News and how, like, w- how they would tackle subjects on that. Yeah. And stuff. And there was an episode when Magic Johnson came out that he was diagnosed HIV positive mm-hmm. that they... Linda Ellerby apparently, like, shot a message to the head of the network at the time and was like, hey, mm-hmm. if you think we should do this, I think we should do this. You know, like, if yeah. you, we'll figure out a way to, like, tell kids about yeah. AIDS and, you know, spread the awareness. Make and then they show... children. Exactly. Yeah. And then they show Linda Ellerby start the segment by saying, like, we're going to talk today about HIV and AIDS and how mm-hmm. to practice safe sex and all. And like just mm-hmm. thinking of using these exact kinds of language to yep. teach kids about mm-hmm. this virus, you know, yeah. is so fucking cool. It's... And then they had Magic Johnson on. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go they ahead. had Magic Johnson on this episode of Nick News. Really? And Magic explained is like he is taking questions from a small group of kids. They have maybe 12 kids there. Yeah. And then Linda Ellerby says, Okay, I have a question, kids. Who here is HIV positive? And four, I think three to four kids hold their hands up. Oh, my god. And goodness. one is this little girl who must be about four years old. Yeah. And she says, does anybody have anything that they would like to share about their experience? Something to that verbiage. Yeah. And the girl says, she's like, honestly, four or five years old at yeah. the most. And she says, I just want everyone to know that I'm a normal kid. And she starts like oh choking tears. It was Why am I choking Kaylin. Right now? I can't, it was I so can't cool this. to think that I don't remember watching this as a kid, but uh. I, I maybe did. I remember watching a lot of ones where it was like they would teach you about like um, having a safe word so you don't get kidnapped and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, like not a safe word as like a, a kid no. safe word, which I initially thought. I was like, Why are they asking kids about their safe words? <laughs> <laughs> Avocado. <laughs> Um, yeah, I find, and you know what? I don't see that anywhere for kids at, now. Even No, on, even on in a world show, where they're I'm trying like, to, they're trying to actively stop teaching kids about a lot of this stuff right now. Critical race theory, uh-huh. specifically, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is <laughs> for, Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> I can't fucking handle, like, and the thing is, like, there's a lot of, like, fucking Christians out there that want to, mm. like... I have to come for the Christians. Doug, I just have to. They're the ones doing this stuff, most of it anyway. Come in for this shit, trying to remove it out of, like, the normal realm of, like, teaching. Mm-hmm. Because they they want to pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. But the real reality is that these things, specifically critical race theory, are more prevalent now than they have been in quite some time. Mm-hmm. So, like, by you not talking about it is going to make matters I worse. I saw a thing relating this that said oh, f- there are certain white folks that don't want critical race theory taught to their kids because they don't want to have to explain why their parents were holding Ruby Bridges back from going to oh, school. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. stuff like they don't want to have yep. to explain. When you look through history books... Now, even when we were in school, mm-hmm. all these pictures of Martin Luther King were in black and white. 
Yep. The March of Selma was in black and white. Yep. You know why? Because it looked old timey. Mm-hmm. You know when it happened? In the fucking 50s and 60s. Yep. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. We used sepia to make it look like it's the old You're west. Like, oh, but this meanwhile, such a long time ago. Yeah. We've come such a far away. <laughs> and look at us fucking now. Uh-huh. You know? And like the thing is that like I think part of the reason that our society is so fucked up is because like these conversations aren't happening in school. These uh-huh. conversations are maybe like having two two sentences said to you at home uh-huh. of what your ignorant parents might think. Yeah. And the reality isn't being told of what actually happened. No. So these fucking kids are just spouting off exactly what yes. their parents have As taught them. As a child, them. you're a sponge. And if you don't further your education mm-hmm. past high school, you are stuck with these same ideas and thoughts and biases that your parents have Until you. you encounter someone who's living a different experience than you, mm-hmm. you will not... <laughs> yeah. You, you know, like... I remember, I'm not going to say this name's friend out uh, on here, but I remember in high school when the... Um, uh, 2004 election was happening. Okay. And um, she wanted Bush to win. Over John Kerry? Yes. Is that right? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she wanted Bush to win, and surprisingly enough, mm-hmm. I'm very shocked at my family, but surprisingly enough, um, nobody was had that stance. Okay. Um, But when she said that out loud, my whole family was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you want that? And she <laughs> uh-huh. just like came out and was like, well, that's what my parents want. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but like, what do you want? Yeah. Like, what is this person going to provide you mm-hmm. in your future? Because 2004, we were two years away from graduating. And I'm, I mean, the only thing I like about kids now is that they seem to become more socially involved. Physi- yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is nice. But like, it just, like, caught me off guard. I was like, yeah, like, she only thought because her parents wanted something yes. that she would want those same things and not, like, see for herself what she wanted and what is the best yeah. for her future. Yeah, my know? dad, when we were kids, always listened to Sean Hannity, mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh on the radio and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, it did take a little bit of, like, stepping back and being, like, thinking now as an adult, being like, oh, my God, we were listening to, like, probably some horrible shit every now and then uh-huh. of, like, you know... Like, in my opinion, shitty mm-hmm. opinions. <laughs> yep. You know? Um, yep. It is no uh, secret, I don't think, to anybody, because I think I've mentioned on here quite a few times that my family is uh, not my source for any of my political leanings yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate enough but, to, like, seek further education, plus yeah, with the friendships that I've individuals had. individuals that exactly. have different experience. Exactly. And... That's what it comes down to is like when people <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the <laughs> nice way to talk about this too. But it's like yeah, I am like one hundred percent more like liberal leaning and everything because like 100%. I don't want to see my friends and family that I love be hurt, be criminalized, be literally you know, oppressed. Like, oppre- literally yes. like at all of that, because I literally yeah. was going to say the same thing, because I've got... Not just because they're my family and friends and I love them, but because they're human beings on this planet also. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. want to, like, sound... I've gotten so much <laughs> shit from my family for wanting Biden to win, previously mm-hmm. wanting Hillary to win, anyone to win on the Democratic ticket. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> I always say this, 
it always depends on who you ask. If mm-hmm. you ask like an extremely liberal person, if I was truly liberal, they might not see it. They might say I'm a little bit more conservative. Yeah. If you fucking ask a conservative, they'd be like, she's a liberal fucking hippie. Yes. Who's fucking smoking that marijuana, uh-huh. doing all kinds of crazy shit. Like, it's really perspective. But what it came down to was, and this is what I told my whole entire family, if Trump was still to take office, I'm sincerely afraid for myself as a mm-hmm. woman and my friends. Yeah. Like, I, I will take Sleepy Joe uh-huh. over fucking Trump any fucking day. Yeah. Like, I'm genuinely nervous about what's going to fucking happen in the state of this whole country for me. Yes. So for me... Voting for Biden is in my best interest. Yes. For you, for other women, for your friends of color, yeah, for your exactly. queer friends, for your, yeah, like, and, yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Kaylin, this took such a turn, <laughs> and I really, I was just like, all I want to talk about to you is, to you, by the way, all I want to talk about to you is what's the furthest place from here, issue four. Let's table it. Honestly, okay. let's table it for next time, because I really do want to read it, and I really do want to discuss it to you. But, uh, yeah, so I brought you a copy of Furthest Place 4, and I have a question. On the website that Matt Rosenberg has for Mm -hmm. for this place, they have a t-shirt. And it is $25. Is it worth $25? That's my ask. My ask. (laughs) Your ask. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the t-shirt. It's very cool looking. Should I bring it up and look at it? Yes. Okay. Because I want your opinion and I'm going to order it if you say yeah. Wait, what what site? Mm, I don't know. Furthest... Just, like, Google what's the furthest place from here. Place from here. And then while you look at that, let's go to my song, which is Black Panther by Kendrick Lamar. Country king of my homeland, king of the filthy, king of the fallen. We living again, king of the shooters, looters, boosters, and ghettos popping. King of the past, present, future. My ancestors watching. King of the culture, king of the soldiers, king of the bloodshed, king of the wisdom, king of the ocean, king of the respect, king of the optimistic and dreamers. They go and get it. King of the winners, district and geniuses with conviction. King of the fighters, king of the fathers, king of the belated, king of the answer, king of the problem, king of the forsaken, king of the empathy and resentment, king of remorse, king of my enemies. May they fall defeat. Rejoice, king of the sky, but dodging haters, broke religion. Nine faces, go against the mind, race them with precision. I embrace them with collision. Kings did a king's vision, Black Panther, King Kendrick, all hell the king. I dropped a million tears. I know several responsibilities put me here. I don't pedal backwards, but I live old-fashioned. The lens that I'm looking through won't prescribe you the right glasses. Masses are now free. Ashes I'm dumping out about to spread all across seas. Sisters and brothers in unison, not because of me. Because we don't glue with the opposition. We glue a peace, but still to fuck up your organization. If any beef, what do you stand for? Are you an activist? What are your city plans for? Are you an accident? Are you just in the way? Your native tongue contradicting what your body language say are you a king are you joking are you a king are you posing are you a king are you smoking bull rocks to keep you open because a king don't cry king don't die king don't like king if our king get by king don't fall kingdom come when i come you know why king king i am t'challa
Okay, cool, it worked. And that was Black Panther by Kendra Gamar, and I totally garbled that name. Hey, Doug. Hey, Kaylin. <laughs> what's going on at the shop? So, okay, before we do what's going on at the shop, what were you going to say about the shirt? Did you like it? It's cool? It's so cool. Okay. I love it so much. Also, You're I'm so heavily fantastic. regretting doing Geekery Radar Pretty Hour After Dark. It's, so <laughs> it's dark fully in dark in here now. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to turn the light on? No, we've come this far. Okay, might, yeah, as well. might as well. sit in the dark. It's the literally going to be pitch black any second. So... Uh, in the shop, I just announced today, we have two cool new things. We now carry socks from our friends local <gasps> to us, Sinister Footwear. Were they at that comic expo? Yes, across at Super Jersey Expo. They were across from Very us. Very yes. cool. We now carry their socks in the shop. So Tons of I have designs. like a thing, like I really wanted to buy socks from them, mm-hmm. but I get um, easily... Um, overwhelmed. Oh, you're they gonna had get even more so... overwhelmed because they have so many cool designs no, and like a lot of different ones in the shop. I too. know, but that's the thing. Like, I was like, all right, what three pairs should I get? And I fucking like, I swear, your wife mm-hmm. went over and like pulled three pairs and got them. And I was like, those would probably be the exact three pairs that I would want. Uh-huh. I was like so upset. I'm like, those are <laughs> those are what I want. Um, so that's kind of really exciting because now I could just buy socks from there. Yeah, we have a full rack. With um, tons of adult sizes, Harry Potter, Marvel, Batman, Mario, Any all sorts of different licenses. Stereotypical nerdy, yeah, we got them. Thing you could Dragon think Ball of. Z, Doctor Who. I'm I'm just throwing no, Doctor it out. Who. Stop saying God things. Damn it. Let me just say them. <laughs> <laughs> we also announced Ninja that Turtles. No, there's no Ninja Turtles. Kalen, stop saying things. Let me just say them. Um, we also just announced that March 19th is going to be our reboot-aversary sale. What? We are celebrating one year in the new location. Right on. And it... It's going to be St. Patrick's Day themed? Yes. I'm hopeful to have new St. Patrick's Day stickers for everybody. Hell yeah. We will have a great sale on graphic novels, on back issues. I'll we will probably have a, be drunk. We're going to have a there. raffle that I can't <gasps> wait to give you more information about. And I will share that when I can. I love that. Wait, actual raffle tickets? Yes. I love We're going to be that. raffling off a very cool thing. Why is and there such all of the like... proceeds will be to support the Madeline Aberdeen Chamber of Commerce's scholarship fund. Right on. Yes. What were you going to say? <laughs> no, just raffle tickets are like, some reason, a very nostalgic part of my childhood. Yeah. Like Remember? a 50-50. Yeah. At the... You know, at any fucking fundraiser for your sport. Oh, yeah. Fucking the Little League. You know, everyone had a fucking raffle I used ticket. to love a tricky tray. Ooh. I don't think they call them that anymore. No, they call them tricky trays now, right? I don't I don't I know. I think it's called a tricky tray. Silent auction, something like that. Yeah. I used to like those. I remember as a kid, I really wanted... This is so stupid. Okay, you ready? Yeah. So it was the Boy Scouts Blue and Gold Dinner. Okay. It was like a big annual event. And all the families would go and everything, and we'd have this big thing. And I won from – this is so funny because all the things that I've ever won were donated by the Hobby Shop on Route 34. Really? This was donated from the Hobby Shop. It was called Doom, and I was certain that it was a computer game. I was certain that it was a computer game, Doom. Okay. But it was not. No. It turned out to be a role-playing game based on Doctor Doom from the Fantastic Four. So I like, I literally was like, mom, can I please have like $5 for tickets or whatever? And I 
Kayla, when I tell you that I put every last ticket in this thing. Wow. And I was so excited. I won. So I ran up and got my thing. And then I opened it. And I was like, what? What the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is this? This is literally, like, this makes no sense. It's a role-playing game. I'm nine years old. What do I want to do with this? (laughs) It was like two dice, a couple chips. Did you watch that episode of the Nick News about what your safe word was (laughs) before you played your role-playing game? I'm Linda Ellerby, and I'm here to teach you about (laughs) role-playing. No, I missed that one. Every time I've done a raffle, without fail, I've won something that I literally could not keep. Yeah? Why? Yeah, I so Like the, a horse? <laughs> I fucking win. That's my immediate thought. Dude, is that... if I won a horse, I'd, it'd be everywhere. Like if I lived It'd be in, everywhere. If, if I lived in this house with you guys, uh-huh. it would literally be in the backyard right now. I think Liz would probably dig that. Right? Yeah. All right, anyway. Uh, no, it was just like stupid stuff. Like one time I went to prom not junior prom but senior prom when i was a junior and mm-hmm. they had like a prom breakfast the next morning okay and uh i won a man's a men's watch okay like a really bulky it was ugliest in any way men's but, watches are typically ugly yeah. and i was like huge oh, i was like okay and then Heavy. like literally the person after me won the tv and i was like what the fuck damn like, that I sucks i don't need this men's watch but yeah. cool I, uh, Liz's mother had done this charity auction. She like put it all together and everything at the Elks Club in Oldbridge mm-hmm. years ago. And, um, it was really cool. She, it was like very like nerd focused and stuff. Like she got like the Star Wars 501st stormtroopers to come out for it. It was this huge thing she put together and she had a silent auction at it and it was so cool. And like Liz and I, you know, it was a great cause and everything. And so we bought a ton of tickets mm-hmm. and I put, once again, put every last one of my tickets into two Lego kits, and I won both of the Lego kits. That's so cool. And I loved it. And, and they were donated Lego by the kids. Hobby Shop also. <laughs> and instead of Lego kits, they were role play. <laughs> it turned out how to role play a Stormtrooper Lego. So what else do you have at the shop? You said two things. So yeah, we have that huge sale coming on March 19th, mm-hmm. and the socks. Oh, I'm sorry. Those I are two things. And then, of course, we have book club next week. Yes. February 25th February at 6.30 p.m. at the shop. Bring your own chair. Bring yeah. your mask. Bring I'm bringing M&M's. Good fucking attitude. <gasps> Do you have the honey graham? I left M&Ms? them at the store, God but I bought honey graham cracker M&M's, and they are so good. They look... I honestly, like... I thought they were just going to be like the crispy ones because I think it, I just they hit like a crispy one. Okay, but they have a, uh, the honey taste. Oh, see, that's it's great. That's my area right yeah. there. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm I don't remember what that. I've had. I had a candy that was honey recently, and it reminds me of that. And I can't yeah. think of what that candy was. But I yeah, I posted them to Twitter. I don't know. This has like become a dumb thing that I do. Like anytime that I find new candy, and I oh, know yeah. I know. Two people on Twitter that will absolutely immediately see that. George. And that is our friend George. And he, every time he's like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. Or whatever. Like, and we talk. JP? We talk. Oh, yeah. JP yeah. hasn't seen it yet. But we talk like, I don't know. I feel like I talk exclusively to George about candy on oh, Twitter. That's really it. Which, I mean, just a really quick shout out to George. He just hit his 1,000th episode. I think he was saying that he had 1,000, uh, yeah, Listeners? on an episode. Oh, my God. For one episode, which is insane regardless, to think about. Yeah, yeah, regardless of what it is, both of those feats are very Best little impressive. horror house in Philly. Yeah. Kayla and I were both on it. We were. In the panda. In like the panda. Early panda. Oh, yeah. 
I talked about Killer Clowns in Outer Space. And I, I played one of those. Oh, my God. I did a role-playing <gasps> adventure. I did the Choose Your Own Adventure you book. You have been training for this your I entire have been. life. Hell, yeah. So, yeah, that's March 19th, the reboot anniversary. Uh, book club February 25th our next book I know that I've alluded to it I don't remember if I, <laughs> I had a rotation I don't know if I've mentioned it on <laughs> here been, but we're going to read Radiant been. Black volume one and uh, I feel like we've gotten a, a pretty decent audience from that group of new folks yeah um How's the Discord been going the Discord has not been going no I, I started it no one's really we have a lot of members but I no think, one's really doing much on I that. think um, Sue has posted in it recently, or at least I asked her to. Basically. She posted in it recently because she wants to like bake for book club and wants yeah. to make sure that she doesn't offend anyone's allergies. Yeah, set anyone off. Yep. So hop on to the Discord, check it out. Maybe yeah, we're we, talking about book club. We we're talking should about... hop on it ourselves a little bit more. Okay. Give you give you another thing to do. Yeah, I think I'm going to put you in as a moderator of it. Hell How does yeah. that sound? I love that. <laughs> I love being in control of things. I don't know if you know this about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, I'd like to control when this episode's going to be over. Okay, you can control that. Yeah, but you have to say yours first. Oh. This podcast is based out of a comic book store called The Geekery, located at 19 Little Street in Madawan, New Jersey. The Geekery can be found online at The Geekery NJ. This podcast can be found on social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K. I am at Dumble Stiltskin, and we thank you for listening to another episode. Bye.